Once upon a time, there were six strangers. Strangers who, despite the best efforts of the coronavirus, got together for a virtual game of D&D. That game turned into another game, which turned into yet another game, which turned into a campaign. By then, the strangers, who had started to become friends, said, Hey, since we're playing and need the notes anyways, why don't we record it and release it as a podcast? This is the story of the players and the characters in that campaign. This is the story of gold and glory, blood tide rising. Okay, welcome to our D&D podcast. It's hard to believe, but it's actually been a whole year since we began the podcast, and to us that's just crazy, but clearly time flies when you're having fun. So whether you're new or you've been with us since the beginning, here's our spiel. We're not voice actors. We're not even actors. We're just a bunch of regular folk who wanted to play D&D during the coronavirus pandemic. Also, this ain't your run-of-the-mill D&D game. It's an Acquisitions Incorporated game, which means it's going to get weird, corporate, and have a bunch of acting in-jokes. Lastly, it's a homebrew game, which means if you're looking for adventures on the Sword Coast or in Tal'Dorei or in Wildmount, you're not going to find them here. But if you're looking for something a little familiar and more than a little different, onwards to golden glory. Now before we begin, here's a quick character intro, just to help you know who's who. Hi, I'm Selina, a human divination wizard, and I'm the loremonger. Hi, I'm Theo. I'm a human twilight cleric, and I'm also the documenter. I play Kipnis, female drow half-elf. She's a ranger and the obviator. Hey, I play Edith, a dwarf barbarian, and I'm the decisionist. Hi, I'm Siona, a half-elf bard, and I'm the Secretarian. I am Turin, a dragonborn paladin, and I am an independent contractor representing the Kingdom of Lemuria. Shadow Council, may our labors please you. We bring to you today our 17th official episode of Season 2, a tale of intrigue, adventure, and corporate machinations, gold and glory, blood tide rising, to my actual right, Selena. There comes a moment in every divination wizard's career when they have to make a prediction that is of oracular importance. To read all the signs and portents, the patterns in tea leaves, the positioning of entrails, and why? Because sometimes it's important to ascertain whether or not the hero of our story lives or dies. And last episode for about, what, 10 seconds? Turin died! I mean, he was like dead, dead, like three failed death saves dead. And we were about to hire some professional mourners when Siona swoops in to save him with the rollicking rendition of Turin, Turin, you're not dead. Um, but did you warn us, Selena, of his impending doom? And, no. I mean, what's going to happen to Turin today? Isn't Turin's everyone's favorite character? He, he, he's, he's on the merchandise and everything. <laughs> As we struggle further into the, into the tower, shall we live or shall we die? <laughs> Yay! 
I'm not then, like, inspiring confidence, I just have to say. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, you know, it's, it may not be the most, but, you know, it, it's very accurate. I mean, I think that's you a know, good... <laughs> you know when, like, someone has, like, bad news and they don't want to tell you, so they kind of pose it as a question instead? <laughs> Is that what's going on? Like you're just hiding us, you know, because we can't deal with the psychological damage? I think we're pretty close to a TBA, to be honest. We're all really in bad shape. The diviner of death, the jewel of gypsies, the diamond of divination, Selena Roma. To my virtual left. Now you notice like Theo is always the only person who is like virtual something. Like he actually gets that. Theo, last episode, you made a new friend. A certain war-forged castaway who now bears your literal namesake, TH30. 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 It is I. <laughs> Don't you think that's a little presumptuous? I mean, first, you grow a beard. And then, you declare yourself the leader of Golden Glory, the franchise. And now you're naming war-forged robots after yourself? The hubris is strong, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, what happens if you manage to activate the entire squadron of Warforge? Are you going to be like TH3.0, TH3.1, .2, is, is that what's happening here? We got a whole sequence? Tagline? Chaos lives among the stars, but Serene will guide us through it. <laughs> it's lucky you've got these like stock phrases that you can use every week. The transmitter of titles, the theologian in Twilight, the master of the moon mace, Theo, Banks. Kitness. Kitness Drab. Okay, hide and seek is over. You can come out of the shadows anytime now. And just because you, your player moved to Sunny Grenada doesn't mean you're on vacation from the stealth mission. Come out, come out wherever you are. I mean, after all, you've got a certain demon spider on your tail. I can't wait for Kitness to kind of come back. It's going to be so much fun to let him know what's going on. Edith. Last episode, you surprised us all, but me most of all, especially the marketing department, with your oh-so-excellent and marketable tagline, Ready to Rage. Of all the taglines created in our multi-part collaborative storyline, this is the most t-shirtable tagline in the history of Golden Glory. So please, please, please grace us with another tagline of equal genius. I didn't like it! <laughs> That's also t-shirtable, <laughs> but it's a little bit like in joke. You have to kind of get yeah. like, you know, oh, I'm going to whack it. <laughs> the Barbarous Beauty, the Raging Rampager, Edith, Siona. Now, I must say, if we were giving Oscar performance awards to franchise members last episode, you would have definitely made the nomination list for Best Actress with your portrayal of Vane Selena. Her most memorable line. Siona. Oh, not Vane Selena, Vane Siona. See, even now, the curse of the Selena Sionas is still getting to me. And, and your, oh, your most memorable lie. Yeah, thanks a lot, Edith. You're, you're just beautiful. And trust me, I know a thing or two about beauty. And it was accompanied with this slow motion shampoo commercial hair toss. Talk about earning inspiration for a role playing job. Well done. It was almost like you earned your Underdark fan club. Tagline. <laughs> oh my! I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm overcome. I don't know what to say. I would like to thank everyone. I would like to thank Timely. I would like to. This is, you know, just, it's just such an honor. They like me. They really, really like me. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Siren of Song, the Mistress of Music, see you on a star glimmer. Turin. I guess Turin is Yes. Not... Oh, oh, Turin is here. You're not dead. Oh my gosh, he's actually here. Oh, okay, yeah, well. Yeah, I know. Food Basics helped me out. Oh, those damn food grocery people. I tell you what. Uh, you know this is an international podcast, right? So they're just not going to know what Food Basics is. But that's okay. That's okay. For our podcast listeners, for you, the Shadow Council, you know, you should know that, you know, last game, you, Turin, stepped away from my game, you know, to drive your wife to work, you know, something like that. Yeah. And do you know what happened, Turin? Do you know what happened to, to you? He died. He died. He went Turin. to heaven. Turin. <laughs> <laughs> Did he really know? I mean, he was on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. On the and, line. I mean, for the record, this is what happens when you leave early and you let Edith roll your death saving throws. <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. Siona stepped in and saved your scaly butt. And so I hope you don't have to leave the game early again today. I will have to, yeah. What? <laughs> Are you... T- <laughs> Edith, yeah. Edith, you better get those dice ready, man. Tagline! The heavens were un- unbe- unbeatable. <laughs> the dragon... Wow. Well, man, is busy. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I saw the light. I saw it. The, yeah, and this is from the Dragon Dead. Get it? Yeah. Uh, not Dragon Born, Dragon Dead. Ha ha. The Draconian uh-huh. Defender, so the Sergeant of Scales, Turin. Okay, when last we saw our heroes. Now, since I didn't have enough time to do the write up for that, you guys tell me. When last we saw our heroes, what the heck happened? We got stuck in a hallway and kept getting attacked, which nearly killed me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I remember this this really cool move where you guys were you know, trying to flee the new batch of slaves. And Selena does this cool acrobatic flip on top of the barrels and then falls down. Yes. <laughs> and then Siona does the same thing. I'm going to do an acrobatic flip over the barrels and falls down. <laughs> Yes, I had forgotten about that. That's amazing. That's what was, wasn't what, what wasn't what I was talking about. But yeah, that happened too. One of those happened yeah. as well. <laughs> Any other memorable? Thanks for in our favor. <laughs> and Selena hid in a room side room. You most certainly did. Hide. It was like a hide and seek, popping yep. in, yep, popping, popping out. In. Yep. And, and the other memorable. It was kind of like Pop Goes the Weasel. It, it, yeah, it really was. <laughs> Pop Goes Selena. And, and uh, what I remember is, uh, you know. It was like this in indignation coming from one of my players after uh, I think it was Doki the dwarf got restrained by a net that kind of was activated part of the defense and he was like Ch-ch-ch. and then you know Siana was like wait a second he's restrained he can't attack me any other notable things happened? You guys were almost all dead. Okay, almost all dead. <laughs> Turin died. Turin died. Yeah, it's it's getting perilous. I mean, the stakes are up there now. But there were a couple discoveries that you guys had made going down into the bowels of the Iron Shrimp. Want to tell me about that? Oh, that's right. We met T H City. Yeah, T-H-City. and all the other warforged army. It's, it was the the Errant Warforged that was. Something, something wrong with its programming. 
That's right. It, it, it felt that it had this, like, you know, it was defective. It was told by its Duergar creators. That it that, needed to be destroyed. That it yeah. needed to, you know, return to the source. And you guys talked him out of it and, in fact, gave him a new name. Yeah. It could have been TH30. It could have been, I don't know what yours is. SE10 for, I don't yeah. know what other, <laughs> CO or something. But anyways, now you are joined by this kind of, you know, a uh, little bit impaired Warforged who, you know, is yep. missing one eye and missing an arm and, and all and that And we discovered stuff. a whole bunch of unactivated Warforged That's well. right. And not just any Warforged. They were some of the really big ones, yeah. these Enforcer models. And then there were two giant-sized Titans. And they're just kind of sitting inactive inside the hull of the Iron Shrimp. Um, and then I believe you guys had some interesting conversations with a certain Dark Dwarf. What was that all about? Well, he, he was very grimy, and yeah, I think he was like the king's seeing his feet and stuff. Natok! Natok, the wonderful! He's just the no. one, yes, he's, he was so good. And he was going to start your new fan club in the Underdark. You will treat Natok so well, he peels your grapes and he massages your feet. Oh, he must wash his hands first. Oh, yeah, that was the other funny one, too, because you tried doing that experimental. Um, uh, insult, you know, <laughs> right? And, and then he rolled a natural twenty. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and then, and then, of course, uh, after that, you guys kind of headed downstairs, and you took on uh, Captain Floki, yes, and his funkies. That's when, that's when we nearly all died. Oki and and, and Turin yeah, did, it, it was Turin a did surprisingly die. tough fight. Yeah, it was very tough. Yeah, yeah I did not expect to be that tough. <laughs> and for the well record, done. neither did I. <laughs> I. I think a lot of it had to do with uh, we were not rolling well and, and you weren't. So. Yeah. <laughs> Way of the dice, man. But yeah. then at the last uh, moment, just as uh, you had you know, started to uh, appear victorious against these foes, um, uh, in particular, you, Theo, you noticed that a strange light seemed to go out of uh, Captain Floki's eyes, and he, for a second, regained a sense of consciousness and seemed to be quite confused as he slumped onto the ground unconscious. And shortly after that, um, well, uh, Selena, uh, sorry, not Selena, Siona, your elemental face spirit... Does the face bird have a name, by the way? Oh, I didn't give it one. Oh. So it's okay for Siona to name her elemental, but it's not okay for you to name the fae? Well, it was just an hour ago. Let's call it Sprite. (laughs) Well, Sprite comes down, and and she's all, like, whizzing about. Oh, Mr. Siona, I, I have an announcement for you. It is urgent. Yes? You told us, you told me and that beastly elemental, Splooshy, to hang out together. And, and he's a terrible conversationalist. He barely uh, even, like... Yeah, I think gurgles a lot, I know. Oh, it's, it's, it's dreadful. Uh, yeah, and you would think, you know, like being surrounded in water all the time, that he would actually, be, you know, be well bathed. Be clean? But the problem is, it's like seawater, and it's like standing next to a fish stall. You said this was urgent? Uh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you mean, Miss, Don't mind her. Miss Selena? She, she's, 
She's Slushy's master. <laughs> yes, I can tell. And it kind of flutters over to you and takes a whiff. Oh, please, Miss Siona, <laughs> I, I do not know why you visit upon me these dreadful experiences. You haul me from the Feywild to come spend time in this <sighs> dreary material universe, and I have to smell this. And Siona just, like, tosses her hair and says, oh, and... and what puts a hand across her brow and folds her hair back and just Oh, yes. Oh, you, and, and what and, is your message? Oh, that, it's so beautiful. And I think, you know, if you just put, you know, a little braid here and a little twist there, and she waves her hands about. Now, can you remind me what type of face spirit she is? Is she one of the happy ones? Um, No, I don't think she was happy. Hang on. Let me pull her up. Because, you know, Sprite is pretty happy. Uh, yeah, true. Um, Maybe she's gloomy. She's a gloomy sprite. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's a trickster. Therefore, sprite trickster sprite. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, while you try to figure out the, the, the type of fae well, that you... One sprite message. <laughs> oh, oh, hang oh, on, I got her now. She is... Ecstatic. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> mistress. <laughs> I am absolutely beside myself with excitement. Oh, you have to see. There, there is something coming in the cavern above. While I was talking with Squishy, and he was a terrible conversationalist, there's, there's these sounds that are... Cut off, right? Be like, okay, everyone up. And as we, uh, as I heard but everyone But Master up, Theo, I haven't perfected my rendition. I needed to explain to you that... Well, if you had started with this message instead, right. instead of going on right. and on about but how, can how I, I smell... When when Mistress right. Siona looks just, so gorgeous... As, so we, as we... Okay, as I heard everyone up, like, I, I'm ready Hang to... On, what, did, what did she say? What did she say? That there are enemies coming into the cavern above. What kind? Oh, well, I didn't specifically say enemies. There's, it could be a crowd of Miss Siona's greatest fans. Not Maybe. likely. <laughs> oh, well, I thought that you were creating this new fan club in the Underdark, and aren't we sort of underground? It's sort of under dark. Get it? Good <laughs> one. <laughs> are they dark, then? Are they, are they drow? Oh, no, mistress, not those dreadful creatures. They're more the ones... Oh, they look a little bit like this, this one. And uh, it, uh, she points over to TH30. Oh. Really? Well, it good. is I, TH30. <laughs> I think we better get on with that reprogramming. It is I, TH30. <laughs> I have visited hey, death TH30. upon yeah, these creatures. Um, yeah, I think we need to get people to safety here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, can we all go up? And as we go up, I'd be willing to cast Aura of Vitality. Okay. And yep. what does that do? Well, uh, as a bonus action, for every six seconds, I get to give someone 2d6 hit points. Yeah, I, I think Turin needs it the most at the moment. <laughs> so, okay. so we'll give it to him first. Yep. <laughs> all right. And how long does uh, said uh, Aura last? Uh, ten rounds. Ooh, okay, that's pretty good. That's a lot it's of healing. Like a, a, a whole minute. Well, but it all is I have to say, so we'll see how that goes. Is that you don't uh, have to, to really heal, do any healing to uh, Mistress Siona, because she is perfect as it is. 
Well, why don't you heal her? As I said, I do what the lady commands. <laughs> and it kind of flutters, Sprite flies up. Um, and kind of passes through the the you know the the uh, the iron and wood kind of um, planking inside the iron trip doesn't even take the stairs and just kind of goes up. Okay, so uh, Aaron, so let's go get eleven hit points. <laughs> okay, so Turin, uh, you gain eleven hit points. All right, so you are, you know, clanging up the stairs, not even kind of, uh, you know, trying to stay stealthy. You you kind of move up, nope, up fast as I can. Uh, one level, second level, and I think that's enough to heal another person. So if people are, uh, you know, what I would say is that we're not necessarily in a combat situation, but if you want to assume that you can apply 10 of these roles, um, hopefully that's helpful to get different people up to different levels. How badly are you actually hurt, Turin? Turin was already down. He was down all his hit points. Oh, all his hit points. Yeah, he was almost he was almost done. So he came back up with like a, a healing words or whatever that was. Right, and, and I think uh, also Selena, you're actually quite hurt. I'm at twenty one of fifty. All right, so yeah, then maybe uh, Theo, you kind of determine of your your total dice pool how you want to divvy that up, uh, and we, we can you can handle all that mechanics after this scene. So uh, you know, let, let's kind of go there. So you okay. reach. You're saying I have another basically I have another shot, a, a second round, right? Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I I, I was going to give you all ten, right? Right away. Uh, I didn't necessarily want them all like. I thought we'd be in combat. Like I thought we'd go up and we'd be there. Okay, so you say it's gonna take a whole minute to get all to get up? No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay, so anyways, okay. first six seconds, and then you know, then you know, within twelve seconds, you're all on board, like the top of of the of uh, the iron shrimp. Uh, and so, in fact, what I should probably do is just kind of switch that. But um, okay. what I'm going to do is open up this board here. Well, then that's eight more of a turn. Yep. Okay. Turns at uh, twenty-one. Nice. Oh, we're tied in number of hit points now. <laughs> <laughs> Might want to start alternating with, uh, you know. All right. So, um, what you see from your location, of course, is uh, you, you know, you are out inside of this massive subterranean cavern and lake and you can see Splooshy and the Fae Spirit, they're kind of looking out and they sort of point your direction and, you know, and, and uh, sorry, your night vision thing, um, that's not a concentration, right? That's just something that lasts over time, is that correct? Correct. Okay, and you can see like, what was it, 120 feet or even more? It was like 300 feet. 300 feet, okay. So you can see right down to the edge of, of the corridor. And in fact, echoing throughout the, the chamber itself and magnified and, and amplified just by the resonance of the cavern and, and, the, and the waves is you see a platoon of what appears to be um, warforged that are marching and they are slowly making their way into the cavern and you see uh, a Duergar slave master hard to kind of see from them but essentially from this location they are actually rounding the corner and they're starting to march into the main cavern what do you guys do? So get healed a bit. Um, I'd like to get the slaves, yell at them just to get in the shrimp, and, uh, and then maybe we can make a formation 
Uh, stay within 30 feet if you want me to help you. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, and out of curiosity, there are that more uh, martially inclined group of slaves, which include the two warriors from Turin's warband, as well as Edith's mother, Dara Amberstone. Do you want them to join the rest of the other slaves below decks, or do you want them to kind of stay on the upper decks with you guys? I think my orders would be anyone prepared to fight, prepare to fight, and any, everyone else on the ship. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to put you guys over here in the event that this does turn into uh, a combat-style encounter. And then let's say we have one group of freed slaves over here, and they're basically um, getting on board the Iron Shrimp. Okay, so again, these creatures are continuing to march and, uh, you know, definitely echoing throughout the, the chamber. And you can kind of see them kind of come in, and they're making like a large line of, of, of all the these kind of warforged and it's actually similar numbers to what you're seeing on board the iron shrimp and they now seem to march into the main cavern but then uh and, and sorry as they reach this point they're they've now exited you know into the cavern itself what do you do at this point how, how much longer is spooshy around so it's only been about 20 minutes. Oh, so he's still yeah, around. So, so yeah, like the okay. phase spirit and everything. Like, I mean, combat happens really, really yeah. quickly. Yeah. And, you know, you are still definitely real time, 20 minutes, maybe up as far as 30 minutes, depending on what, what happens here. But yeah, he's still around. Okay, Splooshy's going to go up against the Warforged. You're going... Um, Theo's going to use his, his first channel divinity since the long rest. Okay, and so it sounds like you guys are choosing to attack. No, 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 no. Siona is uh, is is going to call out and say, "Oh, friends! It is so nice to see you. It's about time you got here. We've been waiting." I don't want yeah, Splooshy to attack. I'd like Splooshy to be like hiding in the water. Okay, so uh, yep. Bit closer to them so that he's there to attack. Okay, if that, they, that's fine. If so they maybe I'll put him over here. Yeah. That that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so Siona, then you kind of you know cry out, and definitely your voice is heard echoing throughout. Uh, you know the the, uh, the 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 chamber, and it's amplified, and your voice easily easily carries uh, to this group. Uh, and with that, uh, sorry, Theo, you said that you were doing something. Maybe let's go through. Yeah, the I'm theater. using my first channel divinity to. Uh, uh, to create that sphere of twilight around me. Okay, and the sphere of uh, twilight, that's so the one... So at the end of everybody's turn, God. they're going to get a D6 plus 8 of temporary hit points. This is in addition to whatever I can heal per round. Okay, cool. All right, so you have kind of, you know, summoned your divine power to you and that, you know, shimmering starlight band of energy just kind of scintillates around you. Uh, let's go around the table, actually. So, Selena, what are you doing? I'm, I don't know where I am. Uh, so we can place you wherever you want. This I would is, be further, like I'd be closer to the entrance to those of the shrimp. The, of the okay. shrimp, and in fact, if you want to be on the shrimp, you can be, or like even in the door of the shrimp, so okay. that I can like. Uh, so, okay. but I want to be within thirty feet of Theo. So. Okay, so Theo. Yeah, so I think Theo would want to be like, uh, be like forward, you know, like to, to our forward people, uh, out thirty feet from the shrimp. Yep. 
Forge okay. the Warforged. So what I'm going to do is, I can, oops, I can't, I can't interact with this object here. That's one of the problems with this application. So, so I'm just going to put you there. No, he said 30 feet in front of, is that 30 feet? Oh, so you're moving all, all the way to the Warforged? No, 30 feet ahead of For, the shrimp. 30 feet from, so, so I want to keep the shrimp within 30 feet of me, but I want to be okay. forward is what Okay, so I'm going to say this it's is like, like 5, four 10, line 15, here kind 20. Of okay, so probably 30 feet is actually way out here. And remember, oh, there's... One, what is that thing that we're near there? Is that a barrier or whatever that we can use for partial cover? Uh, it, it is. These are bridges that are basically spanning the, the land masses between the water. Interesting. Okay. And then Selena... Sure, can you break this bridge? Can I break the bridge? Yeah, break this bridge. <laughs> Let's go whack it. All right. Um, and so as my bonus action, uh, that's eight points to uh, Selena, who I think needs it. Yes. Okay, nice. And that's actual healing, eh? It's not like actual healing. healing. Temporary hit points. Selena just ended her turn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get temporary hit points, Selena. Um, what's my modifier? Plus eight, I think now. Wow. Yeah. So ten points of temporary hit points. Okay, nice. that's incredible. Turin, what are you doing? He's going to do uh, cure wounds on himself, second level. Okay. Uh, Siona, you already said what you were going to do. And Edith, what are you doing? Turn, are you coming up towards Theo? Are you clarify, forming though, a line here with me? I wouldn't be yeah. standing in the water. Okay, so can I put you around here? You will. Closer to Theo, but still back? Um, put me a little bit um, to the left, because I want to take advantage of that cover from the bridge if I can. But I just sure. Be in the oh, water. I see what you're saying. Okay, like that. All right, that's great. And let's say that the slaves actually kind of march up. And TH30 is accompanying Theo. Okay, so the only person uh, hasn't been accounted for is Edith. What do you want to do, Edith? You said that we should break the bridge, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go whack the bridge. Okay. The so, so I'm going to... Karen, you get eight temporary hit points. Okay. Twelve temporary hit points to Selena. And I think Tink Turin said he was moving right next to Theo. And Edith, at the end of this, you'll get 14 temporary hit points. Yay. Sorry, was it Siona who got 12 or, or Selena who got 12? Because I thought you said I got 10. You got 10 temp. Siona got 12. Okay. 10. Yeah. 12 but temp. You also got 8 real. Yes, I know. I got that. Okay, good. Okay. Um, so, uh, Edith, you kind of go up and, and you, you walk the bridge. And uh, roll me damage, please. Okay, just damage? Yes, please. Okay. I'm not raging, so we're going to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, D20 uh, is to hit the bridge, right? Oh, just roll damage? Okay. Yeah, just roll damage. 15 points of damage. Wow, that's a lot. Okay, so the bridge, at least on your side, starts to splinter and shatter. And, um, you know, you can see that it's becoming unstable. But the bulk of the, found, again? the foundation is still there. Yeah, if you want to strike it again, you may even be able to take it down. Uh, yeah, 16. Okay, 16 additional points of damage. Yeah, the bridge, the front part of it cracks, and it actually sinks into the water. So I'm going to now 
take off this bridge because it effectively is no longer able to uh, sustain. Oh, wait, wait, the, uh, it's gone? Like, the, I was hoping for some cover from it. Um, you, can get, you can get some cover from it, I would say, but not full cover. It's definitely partial cover. That's still a plus two. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, cool. All right, so what I'll do is I'll, I'll keep this kind of debris here. And uh, let's do this. Okay, so we'll keep that there. Okay, so then that is sort of what's going on now. You are singing out uh, Siona to this other group, and they definitely kind of pause in their ways, and then the Duergar actually kind of, you know, turn, and then you can hear them in Dwarfus saying, what, what is this? Who speaks? Ah, freedom, freedom for the Warforged! Yes, you can be with us. You, you too can be free. Look at our friend here. Look at how happy he is. He looks like he's been well greased. Uh, and you could, you could okay. And so the Warforged do not seem to react to anything that you're saying. And then in fact, um, this definitely alerts them to, 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 to hear that, you know, you're trying to free the, the Warforged. And then this slave master actually kind of, uh, you know, cries out. But then you hear this voice that you recognize. See, master, I is good. And I managed to make myself escape while they went deep and dark into this, this submersible vessel. And I come to you to report of their transgression, of their invaders. You see, they wish to take over all the Warforged and free them as if they were slaves. Ha! Natok is good! Natok is dead! <laughs> Have we let Natok go? You didn't let Natuck go, but you didn't tie him up. You just left him on the the level that the rest of the slaves are. Oh. And remember, Duergar can turn invisible. So it's likely that while all this stuff was going on, he just snuck in. Okay. I'm surprised the slaves didn't kill him. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm surprised we didn't go in the door. And Fair enough. Really and, you know, and they probably would have done something really horrible, which is why he would have turned invisible right away. But Natok seemed to have alerted these folks. Okay. Uh, so. What if PH3 can, like, can you not, can you not uh, reason with them or unreason with them? Well, they are. Um, fulfilling their primary directive, which is to uh, obey their creators. But you have given me a secondary and primary directive to be a director myself. And therefore, right. I am three, TH30. But, you know, as he kind of, you know, uh, goes on for a little bit, it was like, Invaders! <laughs> Attack! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think you guys would attack. I th- would have thought you guys would have watched what happened from the shrimp, as opposed to going out. But hey, it, it is what it is. Okay, so let's uh, let's roll initiative, please. We are not a stealthy party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're not, not worried. About I should have learned um, my lesson. Oh look, I have a seventeen. That's like one of the better options I get. Twenty for Selena. Okay, now just hold on two seconds. I hadn't actually planned this encounter, so nine. Oh, we weren't actually supposed well, I, I to. I really honestly thought you? You, would just, you were just going to check it out. Okay, five, four, so three, two, two, one. Okay, almost there. I don't know. It's close to 20, honestly. 
Okay, and this is in... But it's not. 21 for Splooshy. 21 for Splooshy and 20 Selena. 20 for Selena. Oh, okay, you can use the same one. Oh, so, so but no. You control it at the, at the same time. But okay, if you so you want 20 for you? Yeah, well, I rolled them separately. Okay, so okay, we'll, we'll do Selena. Okay, anybody else 20 and up? No, doesn't sound like it. Okay, no. Uh, 15 to 20. 16 for Turin. 16 for Turin. Okay. Um, 17 for Theo. Nice, Theo. Okay. And uh, can we get some dice? I have a negative one modifier. Just take a look back for a moment. No. Okay, I'm going to roll for TH30, and he rolls a 7. Okay, anybody uh, 10 to 15? Um... Did you miss some numbers? I've got the... Oh, yes. No, never mind. That was just me. 14. I don't know, Selena or Siona. Did you miss some numbers? See, see, it's contagious. Uh, 14. Siona's 14. Okay. Um, Anybody else 10 to 14? No? Okay, so 5 to 10. I got TH30 at 7. Anybody else? 6. Wow, 6. Okay. Look at that, plus four modifier. Okay, so, ooh, terrible initiative. Okay. Uh, what did Walter get? Uh, Turin got 16. Oh, okay. I mean Turin, not Walter. <laughs> I didn't think he'd said his what he got. Okay. Now remember, they're going to come to us. Yep. Broke a bridge, so they'd have to swim. Okay. Can Warford even swim? Oh, I'm sure they can. Or at least they can walk along the bottom. All right, so Splooshy, yeah. you are up. Okay, Splooshy wants to be, like, like right after this bridge. Uh-huh. Like, this bridge. So put him, like, under the... Well, under be, the water? Yeah, under the water there. Okay. And then he's going to try and, um, like, one of if one of the Dorgars comes, he wants to try and, like, in whatever it's called... Uh, well meant well, and, yeah. and, and just okay so just, you're yeah. this is like a held action you're yes. moving over here and, yep. and then you're actually holding okay that's cool all right next uh, uh, Selena is your go yep I'm trying to think what I can do can you send them on fairy fire they're all in a group are they close Is enough they may not be close enough I don't have fairy fire oh um, Wrong character. Oh, I'm just throwing things out there. Yep. Catch bridge you can sell it across. He already is concentrating on this other thing. Actually, that's the thing. He is concentrating. Yeah, I'm trying to find something. Yeah, I only have concentration things because I was trying to do things that would delay them, but uh, they're all concentrationist, so I can't do them. So um, she is just going to hold her action. Okay. And she will do an Eldritch Blast if somebody gets across the bridge. Gets the first across bridge. the bridge. Yeah. Okay. And which means if they don't cross the bridge right away, she you will lose yes. that action. Yeah, I know, okay. but it's right. just... It's, it, it, uh, it's, it's, just, it's, it's a cantrip. It's there a cantrip. There was cantrip. any spells. Yeah. Okay, that, that's yeah. fine. Okay, so held action. Theo, you're up next. With turn Sure. Uh, bonus action. Uh, give ten more healing to Tur- uh, to Turin. Nice. Cool. He appreciates that. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I get you temporary hit points, right? So you don't need more. 
So we'll let that be. Uh, oh, well, that's at the end of your turn anyway. Uh, I think there's an action. Uh, how close are they? Um, so the nearest one, it appears to be a Duragar, actually, because the rest of the column kind of going back is further back. So that's about 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60-ish to the first one. Oh, that's perfect. Uh, we're going to do uh, Toll of the Dead. Nice. So wisdom saving throw for that Duragar. See how that does. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. That is success. So he hears a little dinner bell and he's barely bothered. <laughs> and it's it's Natok and Natok is like, what, what, what is this noise? What, why? Okay. Dinner time. Come get it. <laughs> oh, it is dinner time. <laughs> Natok is hungry. <laughs> okay. It was the dinner bell. <laughs> All right. So Theo, that completes your turn. Uh, turn, you're up with Siona on deck. Uh, okay, where is Turin on the map? Turin? Uh, I think Turin is near Theo, but I don't think he moved your icon there. That's the thing. Where is Turin? <laughs> Maybe I didn't bring Turin in. Sorry. That's He's Turin. still dead! <laughs> He's still dead, <laughs> Okay, let me call up Turin. Here's Turin. I could have sworn he was. Well, he could be hiding in, among people. <laughs> Anyways, Turin, you're here, a little bit bigger than you're supposed to be. There you go. I was like, he's gigantic. Okay, there you go. Turin, you're up see? there. You see it? You see Edith? yourself? Edith is right here smashing the bridge. and Or, or, or rather, has smashed the bridge. Okay. So he's gonna. what he's going to do, he's going to go up to um, Edith and uh, does, he's going to do heroism. Ooh. Heroism style, yeah. What does that Touches do? her. What it does, it gives both of us, both of the characters, temporary hit points, four temporary hit points. And temporary hit points here. don't temporary, Yeah, temporary hit points don't stack. Uh, would you say that they replace, or we just go with the highest number? We just go with the highest number. Okay, that, that's fair. And, but okay. it also gives her immunity to fear. Ooh, very nice. Okay, so Edith, you're immune to fear. And same with Turin. That's excellent. Okay. All these buff spells going up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's great. Siona, you're up. All right. Uh, so I am. Where did they go? Hold on. Uh, they're behind that box, right? Um, okay, I'm just where? wondering how much I have to step out to get a clear line of sight to get my um, to shoot off my wand of lightning bolts at them yeah you know what I, I would say that you if you just step a little bit further maybe a closer to where Theo is that's the line mm-hmm. of sight like right down the middle of all of these perfect uh, yeah it's a stroke of lightning 100 feet long and 5 feet wide <laughs> each creature in the line must make a dex saving throw the creature takes 86 on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay, and so. I'll give you that roll. Uh, Duragar uh, 1 fails. Natok fails. The Slave Master. What's the DC? Um, but I'm, but I'm 15. Dex. 15. Um, I need to check something. Uh, Dex, yeah, he has no deck. The Slave Master fails as well. Okay, the Sentinel Swarm fails. 
and then enforcers one and two fail and fail. They all the fail. Whole <laughs> <world>. <laughs> oh my god. That is a- <laughs> 34 points of damage. Oh my goodness. Okay, wow. Okay, so, um, okay, um, there are sparks of electricity, burnt ozone just crackling everywhere, and you can hear, like, these mechanical noises start to crumple together, and you see, like, at least six of the, the, the sentinels in the front row, they kind of go, malfunction! And they kind of drop to the ground. And they, they're all the just, sentinels are gone? Yeah, like, well, not, not all <laughs> okay. of them, but like a large majority. Okay. Like, there's probably a group of ten, and okay. like five to six of them just drop onto the ground. And they're like, they're, their limbs are twitching, and like, you know, there's all these sparks of electricity kind of going through. You said 30 points of damage? 34. 34. Okay. Nata. No! Why? Why? I won the big fat club. And he like drops into the ground and he's like shaking and so is his compatriot. Although they still seem to be up and uh, the the mind master is is still up as well. Slave master. Sorry. Uh, 34 points of damage. But definitely uh, quite injured. And let's also see Wow. 34 points of damage? Yes. The enforcers... Yes, still 34 (laughs) points of damage. (laughs) Mouth. So they're they're down? Yeah, you took out the big enforcers. They are out. Okay, I have to go pick up the kids. Wow. Well done, Siona. Holy crap. I'm just going to use Eldritch Blast for this battle. Okay, sure. So when I'm, while I'm gone. Okay. Um, all right. So one enforcer gone, another enforcer gone. There's still uh, some of these, but yeah, I mean, you almost took out the whole uh, uh, group of those right then. Wow, that was amazing. Okay, next. Uh, the enforcer is no longer around. Uh, the sentinels are like, uh, master. <laughs> and um, they are holding their action awaiting commands from the uh, slave masters okay and then with that next is the slave master and it turns invisible okay and put it over there and let's say Natok already used his invisibility, so he kind of runs into this cavern over here, and his other Duergar companion also does the same. With that sort of cleared out, you hear these commands being shouted in Dwarven from beyond this cavern over here. Sentinels, attack! And they basically march forward. <laughs> Let's say that's about uh, their max movement over there. Okay, which allows then Selena to unleash her Eldritch Blast um, at them. So I'm just... Oh, right, yeah, and and Splushy... Okay, so they haven't crossed the bridge. You want uh, Splushy to attack? Okay, so Splooshy flows over the bridge and basically, you know, goes after them. And then the Eldritch Blast goes off, hits one, and then the second shot misses, rolling the damage. Ten points of damage, another Warforge drops to the ground. There's only, uh, let's say, there's only 
two left now. Yeah. And then uh, the, the splooshy basically does a whelm over them. And I'm going to say it's just with powerful blows and strikes um, combined with the electricity that is still arcing amongst them, sweeps their bodies off to the side. And they are gone. Okay. Huh. Woohoo! That, that is that. All right. Um, what do you guys do? Fix my hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. I mean, we can swim and whatnot, so we can just get to the other side pretty quickly. Yeah, turn two. Okay, so uh, Splooshy can go, and uh, what do you want? Uh, okay, so maybe, Daryl, I'm going to give Splooshy to you, um, and also under Selena as well. I don't see that Selena would necessarily move too far forward. She would want to stay with the group, but she wouldn't have a problem sending Splooshy into the combat. It's just a question, does it go after this other corridor that the Duergar seem to have gone through? Um, yeah, that would be my orders, uh, if, if people are still listening to me. Uh, okay. yeah, I, would have the, uh, I would have Sprite um, teleport there like in pursuit. Ooh, nice. Okay, yeah, okay. Right. Um, and I would almost want, like, uh, Turin, Edith, and Theo to move together in tandem uh, sure. across and, and, and to that area. Okay, so what I'm going to do is Splooshy is going to attack this first one over here, and that is um, Duergar 1, and then the other one is Natok. So it is going to attack the first one. And, oh, first attack misses. The Duergar kind of is scurrying away. Second attack definitely hits. And the poor Duergar, is, who is very close to dying anyways because of the lightning strike, is just smushed to death. Um, that's it. And it has uh, completed its attack over there. Now, from this angle, uh, the only one that would have immediate line of sight would be the Phase Spirit. So the Phase Spirit can kind of go ahead if it wants to. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so can the, can the face spirit um, get to Natok? Uh, yes. Okay, perfect. So immediately uh, after... Do, 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 do. Yeah, immediately after using its face step, they okay. can choose a creature within 10, it can see within 10 feet yep. and force it to succeed on wisdom saving throw against uh, my spell save DC, which is 15, or be charmed by the fae for a minute. It, unfortunately, it rolled a 15. Ah! N Natok is just too oblivious. He's like, oh, what is this flying creature in front of me? I thought <laughs> it was dinner time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, so that that's the Fae, and uh, do you want to do anything uh, on, on your end? Um, if, if I, I can, can see him, him um, yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I did you way out of order. Um so, it, which is which is fine because we actually skipped the face spirit the last time. So I can say that that's what we used. And so we're now on seventeen. Theo and Turin, uh, you guys said that you were going to kind of run up, right? <clears throat> yeah. Before I do that, uh, bonus action, uh, eight more healing points to uh, Selena there, who needs it. Okay, that's great. Okay. Just remind, remember to tell her when she comes back. Okay. So plus eight, eh? 
All right. Yeah. That's great. So now the one problem, of course, is Edith has crushed this bridge. So in order to get across it, you're going to have to swim or walk on water. But I think you guys already have that spells, right? Um, yeah. And it's up for yeah, several hours. So, yeah, you guys don't have a problem of crossing. In fact, you don't even need to use the bridge if you don't want to. So uh, just tell me where you want to go. Is it like straight line across the water, just going as fast as you can? Is that the idea? Yeah, straight ahead. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, so that's your full movement there. You do have a dash if you want to go further. It's up to you. Can I see someone? You cannot from this angle. Basically, if you kind of zoom in, you don't see anyone. So if you want to take um, a different angle... If I, if I was one over, because I could have been one over, could okay, I see yeah, someone? Okay, yeah, so let's put you over here and let's see. From there, you can see Natok. Uh, I'll have Natok uh, here at dinner bell. <laughs> More dinner. Uh, and that is a uh, wisdom saving wisdom throw? Wisdom saving throw. Uh, what's the DC? Uh, my spell save DC is 15. Okay, he fails. How much damage? He failed. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So he's going to take some necrotic damage, and because uh, of my new level in cleric, he's going to take some... Uh, is he taking damage yet? He had, Well, he took a lightning strike. Right, okay, so then that's D, two D12s of necrotic and a D8 of radiant. Okay, you don't even have to roll it. He's too close. And he's like, but I would have great, great fun. <laughs> and that talk drops, drops to the ground. Okay, uh, yeah, that talk is gone. Um, okay, so next up is uh, Turin. I think he might be on mute. Hey, Turin? Walt, are you with us? Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of assume that he's moving similar kind of speed to you. Uh, He's got the water walking, so I'm going to say he's over by the bridge uh, next to you. He's just kind of moving. And now, Siona, it's your turn. He, he, who does not have range attacks, would probably use his dash to get right up there because he's... I I agree with that entirely. Okay, so another 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, so a good dash, but not quite there. Uh, Siona, your go. Um, Can I see anything or anyone? Uh, from here, I would say no. I mean, all of the, the host of the Warforge seem to have been down by the lightning strike or other actions. Uh, so from your position, you can't see anyone. And if you recall, the only other member that was left of that group was the slave master who turned invisible. Hmm. Okay. Um, just a second then. I'm not liking that uh, invisible thing, me. Um, shoot. That's the slave master, yeah? Um, you know what? I'm going to do something. I am going to... Would, uh, okay, so would, would this... Uh, the slave master would be um, a creature. Yep. And... Would it be fair to say that this creature is familiar to me? I don't think you know that specific slave master, so I would say no. Okay. You can't see it, okay. by the way. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just uh, thinking. 
I'm just trying to um, I'm evaluating if I should drop the um, the drop sprite sprite oh, and yeah. pick up um, locate creature. Ah. Um, the spell can locate a specific creature known to you, or the nearest creature of a kind, such as a human or a, u- or a unicorn, for example. Uh-huh. So long as you have seen such a creature up close within 30 feet at least once. Uh, yeah, but he may not be the closest Durgard as we have one in the hull of the Iron Shrimp. Uh, who is you that? You would know that. Wait, 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 wait. Who is the Durgard on the hold of the Iron Shrimp? Didn't we fight those dwarves on the, the Iron Shrimp? Uh, you did. That's true. And we didn't kill them. That's true. But you're also making an assumption that they are Durgar. Oh, okay. Which they are not. Okay, so what are you doing, Simona? You know what? I'm going to go for it. I'm going to cast that locate creature. Okay. And after that, uh, now I, I will uh, say uh, this before you make that decision, just in case. Okay, I think here there's sort of an interaction between invisibility and locate creature. So I think where I would kind of meet in the middle is that you would be able to follow directionally and basically, you know, know in what direction to move in order to follow the creature and locate it. But even though you locate its general whereabouts, because it is invisible, you still would not be able to see it. Do you follow me? Yeah, I follow you, but I I, I want to be able to. Um, I, I want to know if it's going to try to make it like sneak onto the iron shrimp while we're all going this okay. way. Okay, you know? no, that 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 that's that's great, and I think that's a really clever use of it. But it is not uh, reveal invisibility or whatever that that spell is. Okay, that's, so, yeah, that's that's fine. More okay. so, I just want to make sure that he doesn't like uh, you know. Uh, get on the iron shrimp and sorry what is the range of the locate creature as long as the creature is within a thousand feet oh my god if the creature is moving you know the direction of its movement okay perfect all right so um what i'm going to say is that okay so the other thing is there's a limitation if he's uh if he's under if he's taken on a different form such as being under the effects of a polymorph spell Uh then the spell doesn't locate the creature okay all right. Well, you definitely feel that the creature has entered this kind of cavern over here. In fact, it has moved even further on to a, an, an adjacent cavern that is further to the south. Okay. He's to the south. <laughs> okay. So that's over Siona. There. Any movement, Siona, or you're just uh, casting the spell from where you're at? Um, I'll, move, I'll move forward. Um... I'll go like 20 feet, I guess. 20 feet? Okay. In that general direction. 5, 10, 15, 20. There you go. 20. Okay. And I'll uh, describe like where he went to, to everyone else. Okay. Um, Slave Master has moved and he is still invisible. You hear some shouting. You, it's kind of hard exactly to hear what it's saying. Yeah, you think it is in Dwarven or at least in a dialect. But um, there is definitely voices that are echoing from within maybe a, 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 an adjacent uh, corridor or cavern. Okay, um, that's that. TH30. I am TH30. I will fulfill my primary function. I am a director. And he kind of walks up and he's sort of basically imitating Theo um, and, and just kind of, you know, doing what he does. Um, and you can see that it's waving its arms about like it's trying to cast a spell, but it doesn't really know how to cast it. Um, Edith, your go. Okay, I guess I'm going to go up to um, those 
kind of worth viewers ish. Okay. Um. You can be forty feet. Yeah, you can go an additional. Like you have forty feet of movement, so if you want to go further, you can. And you can even go uh, past where Turin is if you want. Probably could, but I just want to make sure that uh, I don't get even more because I'm so nice. Remember that the close close gave me a. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little extra boost while you actually dive beneath the water. And let's say you get across here. So let's say here, if you wanted to engage in a dash, you can start your dash from here. The other side of the water. You see that? I'm zooming in on your character. Yeah, I'll go to them. Okay, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, um, 30. 35, 40. Okay, so as you enter the room, I'll kind of zoom in over here. You see that you enter, um, you know, a, a medium-sized chamber, and you can definitely see within it, it is very much a larger kind of junk heap, okay? And uh, you can see piles of, of information, uh, not information, but, but uh, piles of mechanical uh, parts and things like that, massive giant gears, furnaces, anvils, tools, and all these kind of things uh, scattered about the, the, the breadth of, of the cavern. But there is also a larger entranceway directly to the south that is leading in a southerly direction. Um, and it seems to kind of go, but your dark vision, you can kind of see all the way through. And the, the cavern, uh, after about 60 or so feet, it actually enters and opens up into a, a larger cavern. So there's something definitely beyond this immediate junkyard area. Okay, so that is uh, Edith. The slaves are basically going with you and then, you know, they're kind of marching up and, you know, they're all filled with kind of fury. They ha they're going to take a little bit longer to go because they have to swim and go across these areas. They don't have that same spell. And uh, that is it. Okay, so top of the turn then. And I'm going to say Selena is going to move with you guys kind of conservatively towards the back as well. Okay, we begin turn three. <coughs> All right, um, Splooshy continues under the command. Um, and so what a Splooshy will do is basically kind of follow Edith and it kind of moves into the cavern area and is just kind of keeping pace with you. Um, Selena is going to continue moving forward. Um, if anyone wants to think of a clever spell that she you know, might use at this point, uh, let me know, but I think for the moment she wants to maintain concentration over Splooshy, so I'm just going to move her into the middle of the water there. Try and Theo to get some extra distance. Okay, and uh, yeah, we can do that. I'll put her over here, and then uh, Theo and then uh, turn. You're up next. Okay, what do you want to do? Uh, Theo will run up the turn. Bonus action, give him another seven points of healing, and then action dash into the into the cavern room. Okay. Five, and then I see all the spare parts. 15, 20, 25, 30. So, oh, bonus action, and that includes, and then there's your movement as well, right? I think is what you're saying. So you get. A I use my movement, right. and then I bonus action gave turn some healing. 15, and then I use my action to dash to get into the room. Okay, so you're right inside that room, kind of next to Splooshy and next to. And, and I see, and I see all these spare parts. Absolutely. 
Yeah, there's a whole. Can bunch. I yell back for, for as a as a free thing to TH three zero? Hey, TH three zero spare part to can fix yourself. Spare. Affirmative. Spare. Affirmative. Theo or TH three zero will investigate the spare parts. Okay, what's Turin doing? Turin's going to move up. Uh, he's going to dash up to where Edith is. Okay. Yeah, and he's going to sort of stand his ground with her. Okay, that's great. Okay, so you then... You can move forward, I mean... Yeah, and, and uh, why would, what I would say, like, if you want to dash, you know, basically onto the next board, we can do that. But right now, I'm just, you know, we're going to work with the boards that we have. We're going to assume that you guys are continuing to move down because there's a further stretch uh, of the of the cavern and this corridor that continues for another 60 feet. So, you know, we can even say that turn, like, you're just, if, if, if I guess the question is, do you want to dash ahead uh, of the the rest of the group, or do you want to kind of stay together as a group? It's really up to you. Stay together as a group. Okay. So you're staying together as a group. That's fine. And oh, guys... death has made him timid. <laughs> okay. Uh, then Siona, you're up. <coughs> Our bard in waiting. And Siona. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. I'll, I'll move closer. Okay. The the you you the locate uh, spell. Um, definitely, yep. you know, is moving further south. And then basically as you kind of move up, let's see, and I'll put you kind of over here and with the dash, you could say get into the room. You actually feel that the motion of this creature is slowing. So it is about 60 to 80 feet uh, further south, definitely within that darker cavern entranceway. But it is slowing down and actually comes to a stop. Okay, and I don't have any um, movement or action left after taking that dash, do I? That's correct. Okay. So if you wanted to not move as far and you wanted to take another action, you're, you're certainly welcome to. Uh, only if I could see, uh, or like at least dimly, what's, uh, what's there. Like uh, see that my allies aren't there or, or um, get some impression of what's in the room. Okay. Uh, because if I, if, I get, if I can see... Um, just a little bit to see that there's, you know, not innocence and not my companions in that part of the room. I'm, I'd probably just throw off a uh, wand of lightning at it. I see. Okay. Um, give me a perception check, please. Okay. Based on the map, I would almost say you need to use your action of dash to get in there to, to look, right? Like if you don't use the dash and you're not in that room with the junk. Uh, yeah, like, I, I, no, actually, that, that's a really good point. Okay, but, yeah, so what I'm going to say, like, I'll give you the bet, <laughs> like, you get as far as here, right? Because if, if, if you don't dash, you're not going to be able to see down the corridor. Um, but you I'm not going to... I'm going to use my inspiration to re-roll this perception check. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, well, actually, hold on onto that perception check, because I think what we're saying is just the action order if you actually want to perceive actively and, and take a time to do so you would need to spend an action doing that no i just want to see what i can see and if i don't see that i would be hurting anyone i would just zap my wand of lightning okay so at this point the tunnel seems to be empty at least as far as you can tell then uh then i'm just gonna zap it okay so you're zapping through the tunnel all the way down uh, yes, if there's not a, a risk of like hitting my, if I don't see my companions in the way. Yeah, I would say you can move out of the way. 
I guess my question is, is that you're just zapping the lightning down uh, an empty corridor, but... Towards the direction that I sensed... Uh, ah, I see. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, so then, yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a save, but with advantage because it's an invisible. Um, natural 20. Oh, crap. However... It takes damage anyways, and mm -hmm. sorry, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you I'll, I'll hear you the, the creature kind of cry out, and, you know, it definitely makes like, a, you know, a horrible noise. Um, you don't know whether or not it has uh, dropped, but it does seem to have ceased moving. I think I already mentioned it's, that. It'll take half of 25. Half of 25, which will be what, 11? 12. Uh, 12, sorry. Okay. Yeah. And you hear some exclamations of pain and dwarvish cursing, for sure. Okay, no, that, that's really good. I understand what you were doing. Okay, so that's Siona. Um, okay. Now, TH30 is basically running up, and he's basically trying to get, and he dashes into the room so that he can get next to the junk and start looking through that. Edith, you're all, all the way over here. Do you want to separate from the group and, and forge on ahead, or are you looking at staying with the group? Um, I think I would stay with the group, but kind of like hold my action until everyone else went. Okay. And go with them. Perfect. Okay, so I'm actually moving the wrong one. So that's good, and we open that one up. The slaves kind of move over, and I'm going to say Selena also makes their way over. Okay, so with that, then we go to the next turn. Okay, one, two, three, and um, it actually becomes a fourth turn as you guys head into this other area, which is kind of 60 feet down. So let me ask you a question. Right now before you is a large tunnel, approximately 60, maybe 80 feet in depth. Like you can see that far with your dark vision, um, but you can see that um, there is sort of an end or an opening into the corridor where, um, you know, the, the lightning kind of, uh, you know, caught um, the, the slave master. Um, but there's also a little bit of what appears you think a glow of light that is a little bit off to the east. So not in a direct line to where this was. So you essentially have from where your location is to the end of where this corridor is turning to the, uh, to the left, meaning to the east, um, you have about 60 feet. So that is enough for people to dash. Um, but I'm also just going to ask a question like, what do you want to do uh, in your movement down this corridor? Do you want to go all the way or part of the way? How do you want to approach it? You do know that after that 60 feet, it does open up into a larger uh, entranceway and entrance cavern. Did we see approximately, did we see approximately when the lightning may have struck that dwarf? 
Uh, yeah, and it, that happened like literally seconds ago. And, you know, with the lightning kind of arcing its way, you know, it does give out light. And you can kind of see like, you know, what the actual full corridor is. And it's about a 20 foot by 60 to 80 foot kind of stretched corridor, a little bit twisted. So it's not like a, it's not a constructed thing. It is natural. But then it does veer to the east. Okay, but when the lightning struck the dwarf, did it sort of, I don't know how, it would hit an object, it would normally sparkle? It, 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 it did, but it still remains protected by its invisibility spell. Yeah, so, but approximately, do we have an idea how far down the hallway he is? You think that it, it was at the end of the hall? But then, Selena, you also... It's not Selena, but Siona, you would have detected that it would have entered the side passage or the opening, that larger uh, opening after it was struck. Okay, that's fine. All right, I will move along with Edith down the hallway. Okay, so you guys are kind of moving through. And uh, does that mean you are dashing or no? Uh, If she dashes, then Turn will dash with her. Okay, Edith, what are you doing then? Um, yeah, I guess I'll dash, dash down so that I can see. Okay, perfect. Okay, so what... Uh, Theo also gets to go, right? Yeah, of course you do. Uh, so, uh, can I see, uh, how, how bad is Siona, or Selena? Uh, Selena's plus eight uh, in healing. She was at 22, so she's probably like two-thirds of where she should be. Alright. Uh, I will uh, dash down the hallway with uh, Edith and uh, Turin. Okay. And uh, I guess we'll get Turin it's like uh, seven more hit points. Okay. Siona, how about you? Uh, so, Siona, you also get a sense that the, the Duergar is still alive and it is moving. It actually tracks a little bit to the east and then turns more immediately south and moves maybe 40 uh, feet into the corridor. You hear yelling in Dwarvish. What, what do they say? Um, give me a perception check. Would I be able to hear it? Or, or I, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. we both understand Dwarvish. Yeah. Eight, 18. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say those who understand Dwarvish, and, and you can kind of communicate this as well, it is something that is like, Invaders are coming. Prepare for their... Um, they activate the units. And I'll just yell being like, They have more Warforged! I think... And scene. Okay, that's a wrap. This concludes part A of our episode. We hope you're enjoying the adventures of the G-Team as much as we're enjoying making it all up as we go along. Part B will resume in our release next week. In the meantime, have a great day, stay safe, and don't forget to love each other. See you next time on Gold and Glory. <laughs>